Welcome to Passmaster, the show that sends you back in time, plugs you into a different era of history, and sees if you've got what it takes to survive and thrive. Will we master the past? Will our AI-powered Game Master keep things in the realm of feasibility? Let's find out. My name is Ryan Crone, and joining me as usual is Tan Parsons and Keon Dadgostar. Gents, how are you doing? Hey Ryan, how are you doing? You alright? I'm good, I'm good. And back in the hot seat once again for another round of time travel shenanigans is Mr. Nick Horseman. Welcome Hello. back, Nick. Thank you. Hi. I'm delighted to be back. <laughs> I'm another, already shuffling. Another crack at the past. <laughs> <laughs> another another cr- delve down into the annals of history. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I feel like I've made my mark, but now now I'm just hit, you know, sort of, it's, a, it's a victory lap, basically, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Showboating. If, if you were to run a victory lap because you'd completed some sort of you know, Olympic yeah. you know, feat, yeah. uh, what would be your style of victory lap? Would it be sort of outrageous and baiting the crowd? Or oh, would yeah. it be sort of uh, giving a lot of love to the crowd? No, v- very much the former, especially in a hostile <laughs> stadium. I'd probably do my victory lap backwards, a sort of moonwalk. <laughs> really slow. Delay every subsequent event. <laughs> really milk, savouring the, uh, the animosity of the crowd. <laughs> one, one hand cupped to my ear. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm just like, what would a victory lap of success Mastering the past involved. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to each era again. Yeah, like, just right, yeah. arrive in the Colosseum in ancient Rome, be like, I'm the guy who killed Hitler in <laughs> a couple of thousand years in the future. I think one of my favourite, uh, I think we actually did cover a victory parade. Your suggestion, Ryan, was that. Uh, you might have an open-top bus parade where you drive around and constantly, over and over again, reenact the moment, saying, I love your art. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot Hitler. <laughs> like slow motion. Uh, talking of which, there were some brilliant AI recreations. And I don't, did Tan share you, with you? I think I've shared one with you, Nick, haven't I? Which was uh, Nick Horseman in the bar for yeah. Chicago. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. But I, I also, you also sent me the, the, the posters for Aria of Death, oh, good. all of which yeah. were beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we've upped our AI art game. Yeah. I say we, I mean, the machines have upped their, <laughs> have upped their game. We've harnessed them, though. Yeah, with their yeah. sort of, they're under our control now, I feel. And I think being able to just plonk your face on anything now, I mean, this has opened up new realms of nonsense. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, so I guess for this episode, we're going to just jump back in. I think you've got some unfinished business in the past. Have you got any ideas? (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, I do. Actually, I don't. I'm always happy to go back to the past always always enjoy my trips back to the past and so this one is kind of i I felt like the last time i went back to the past i did something for the world and this one's for me this one's for me so it's uh, self-indulgent it's personal yeah (laughs) it's self-indulgent basically well i suppose it does depend on whether you've arrived in the past in a time machine or if you've just appeared because i think some of our guests will be stranded there because they just appeared in the past yeah the original idea is that you, you you're there forever yeah and in that case that kind of changes the dynamic a little mm. bit if you were somewhere in the past forever where would you want to go Good. versus being able to get back on that log machine time yeah machine and come back? oh that's an excellent question and one i hadn't considered uh i mean i'd it, probably I'd go f- quite far back, one of the ancient uh, civilizations. You know, when you go on a holiday, you always want to go somewhere with a slightly different culture, don't you? You know, you know get that culture shock. Uh, and also, 
I, I like to think that, well, just by virtue of having been alive in the 21st century, I'd know quite a lot more than the average person. So automatically going into the top percentile of cleverest people in the world would be delightful. Because uh, obviously I'm nowhere near it <laughs> in my current existence. But yeah, that'd be a great feeling. So yeah, I'd go quite, I'd probably, let's go Rome, ancient Rome. Wow, that is far back. I'd probably just go to the 60s and just be a hero. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Just in my 20s <laughs> and just live that dream. Yeah. I have, have that v, what's the VW camper van. Yeah. Uh, one of them. And yeah. I'm just, just, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because all the drugs. In this hypothetical scenario that I'm just making up as we go along, your second option is where would you go that you could come back from? So. Yeah, that would be different. But right. if I had to stay there, I would then just... You wouldn't want to go too far. you come back no, with no. the drop of a hat just as a Viking is about to impale Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, get me out of here, quick! <laughs> TBC will then decide over the course of this season what the rules are for this. <laughs> okay, should we dive in? Yeah, let's dive in. The dimly lit room, the hum of machinery, and the faint tick-tock of a grandfather clock fills the air. The walls are adorned with vintage paintings of different eras with a faint glow emanating from each. Wow. <laughs> kind of magical. <laughs> in the centre of the room stands a massive, ornate machine, clearly of a design that defies the ages. This sounds like a time machine to me. <laughs> you can come back! <laughs> it's fine. A figure steps forward, their silhouette illuminated by the machine's glow. And it says, Game Master says... <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you are. You took long enough. <laughs> Welcome to past master. Ready to mess with the fabric of time? Of course you are. First things first, though. What's your bloody name? Wow, Pastmaster's got some attitudes and stuff last year. He's got some chewed. He's got yeah. some drama about him. I like it. Um, it's sounding a little bit like that. What was that um, game that TV program in the nineties that had. Um, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Was that called Game Master? I think it was Game, called Games, Games, Games Master. Master yeah. I think, yeah. Where he was a projected like cyborg face in the <laughs> I'm sky. I'm getting those kind of vibes. Dominic, Dominic Diamond was on the ground, being like, "Who's the best at Mario Kart?" <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that guy. That's, that's the Moore, exact not thing. Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Stewart would have done. I think he, he would have been. Great. Yeah, he would have been. Have you accidentally great. typed in "Games Master" into the prompt and it's just come out with <laughs> thinking with that you mean Patrick Moore? Yeah. <laughs> I do like it when Game Master inserts himself as a physical entity into this. Yeah. <laughs> he's definitely here. Yeah, he's sort of. You know, they rebooted that, and it became Trevor McDonald. No way. Master, yeah? well, did he still have a cyborg guy? I haven't seen him. No. <laughs> that, that rings a bell. Yeah, it's quite weird. Quite a strange choice, but anyway. Cool. Yeah, my name. Right. Your bloody, I, your bloody name. My bloody name. Right. Is he? Is he embodying a a, 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 a we, figure? From... I don't think so. I think we've just we've told toned that to be... down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It didn't, it didn't always work. So I don't have to spend yeah. my you don't have time to guess. Being like... <laughs> By the way, are, are you... you Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Who are you? Danny Dyer. No. <laughs> okay. My name. Uh, I'm going to say my name. I'm not going to use my own name this time. I'm going to be Cuthbert Wonklethorpe. <laughs> You just want time to have to say Wonklethorpe. I do, <laughs> and Cuthbert. Uh, is Wonklethorpe with an E on the end, or it is? Yes, please. I feel like you need a different. If you can't be just Mister Cuthbert Wonklethorpe, you need to have a proper title there. That's got yeah. Esq on the yeah. Yeah. Mister doesn't cut it. It's got to be Lord or Baron. Yeah. Baron. Baron, Baron, Baron Wonklethorpe. Wonklethorpe. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great name. Oh, superb. Right. Maybe that could be your mission. <laughs> Become a baron. <laughs> Become a yes, baron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cuthbert Wonklethorpe. Well, ain't that a mouthful? Sounds like someone who drink tea with their pinky out. <laughs> what does he mean by pinky? Like, oh, yeah. Uh, little finger. <laughs> not, not, it's not. <laughs> it's, <laughs> not it's not only fans, <laughs> mate. That's Cuthbert Wonklethorpe. <laughs> That's his yes, cousin. Yes. <laughs> his ex rated cousin. He's always got his pinky out. His son has a Sorry for lowering his tone. <laughs> I don't know what Drink I'm thinking. <laughs> with his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like the kind of fellow. Just uh, brilliant. <laughs> Ted lost it. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just, just too stupid. I'm kind of regretting not filming Sorry. this episode. <laughs> I've never seen you like this. <laughs> No matter, we're not here for tea parties. Listen closely, Cuthbert, because the fabric of time waits for no one. All right, here's the deal. I'm sending you back in time. You get to pick the era, but there's a catch. Once you're there, only one of the five winning conditions I listed earlier will be in play. Did, did it he list? hasn't listed any. But that's, okay. fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's we'll fine. We'll, we'll move on from that, Game Master. And you've got just two bloody lives, so don't do anything daft. Before we start messing with history, where do you fancy going? Pick an era. Any era. Just remember, Napoleon bloody Bonaparte might just be lurking around. No idea how he keeps popping up. Bloody time traveller. How prescient. <laughs> that, cause, because, so, the, the era that I want to go to, I, I, I want to go to a very specific place and time. I want to go to the HMS Victory on the 15th of September, 1805. Reason being, like I said, this this one, this trip into the past is for me and mine. So, my my son, who's three, going on four, mm-hmm. has typical things that he's into. For example, on his wall in his bedroom, there are two pictures. There's one of Batman, and there's one of Lord Admiral Horatio Nelson. He is obsessed with Nelson. <laughs> no way. Yeah, he's already obsessed, obsessed with Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> Over the summer, did he just see the column? Was like, who's that guy there? <laughs> no, no. He went to the Maritime Museum in Greenwich, yeah. and there was a guy dressed as Nelson. At the time, he was obsessed with pirates, and he was basically <laughs> like, "This is the ultimate pirate. Yeah. This guy yeah. is the ultimate pirate." And so he's been to Nelson's tomb in St Paul's Cathedral. He's got books about Nelson. We play Nelson quite a lot. So it's, this is his weird childhood obsession. And so I thought, I've met, I've obviously met Capone, I've met Hitler, let's go and meet, let's go and meet Nelson. Yeah, so I want to go there. Let me just interject, I'm thrilled, but also a little bit annoyed, (laughs) because I put a secret objective into the prompt, and randomly, for some reason, Napoleon Bonaparte was the figure that popped in my head. And I was like, have the player try and befriend this character, regardless of what era of history. <laughs> so I was kind of hoping you'd end up in like somewhere completely in the Aztec Empire. I've absolutely called it on the money. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm obviously going to the opposing side, so yeah, befriending yeah. it will be tricky. Is he just going to walk, walk up onto the boat? <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, so let me just check about this right. I want to go to the HMS Victory on the... 18th of September? 15th. 15th. That was the day that the victory became seaworthy again. Ah. And it was about to set sail. But I want to be on that boat with Nelson for my own part of this objective. Okay. Which... Right. And just remind us, for anyone who doesn't know, put my hand up, what happened? What's the boat? 
What what is a boat? <laughs> so what what would we be expecting to happen traditionally in yeah. history from on or around after that date? So the, yeah, so the after the fifteenth September eighteen o five was when basically, like I say, his ship became ready to set sail for the Battle of Trafalgar. Okay. So the Battle of Trafalgar took place on the twenty first of October eighteen o five, and the realize I, the reason I remember that date is that it's Nate's birthday, and it was so it was also the day that Nelson died because he was killed at Trafalgar. Yeah. Yes. So Are you going to try and save him? Oh, <laughs> no, spoilers! No no no, 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 no. Well, maybe. I don't know. Let's see how it pans out. You can bring him back to the present. But I've actually, I've got a job for Nelson before he dies. Yeah. But I think, like, I was like, when can I get him alone? He's on the ship for like a month. I reckon I can chat to him, befriend him. Okay, so I bang this in, and it's just game master is uh, doing some uh, thinking. Your past is processing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, the HMS Victory, 1805. Close to the Battle of Trafalgar, eh? I see someone's got guts, or maybe you're just bloody daft. Either way, <laughs> it'll be interesting. Remember, Bonaparte's got a knack for showing up when you least expect him. Even on a bloody ship. <laughs> well, this is going to fuck my plan right <laughs> up if Bonaparte just materialises on the midships. A whirring sound fills the room as the machine comes to life. There's a flash of blinding light and suddenly the player feels the wooden deck of a ship beneath their feet. The sound of waves crashing and the loud orders of officers directing the crew. Welcome aboard the HMS Victory, Cuthbert Wonkelthorpe, the legendary ship of Admiral Lord Nelson. Tensions are high and the French-Spanish fleet is not far off, but here's your challenge. Objective, become a cultural icon. Yes. That's, yes. that's right, Cuthbert. You have to become a figure that would realistically be remembered for centuries after your death aboard this ship. Perfect. No pressure. Side note, are you happy with that objective? Did. Absolutely delighted. It was the only one that I thought I could achieve with this, with this adventure. So, yeah, great. Suddenly, a cannonball whizzes past, narrowly missing Cuthbert. So th you. <laughs> the crew is scrambling, preparing for a battle. Bloody hell, Cuthbert, we're already under attack. What will you do? And it gives you a few options. I don't know if you want, would, would you like to hear them? Yeah, this is unexpected, so, so yeah. Okay. One, rush to assist the crew in loading the cannons. Two, try to find Admiral Nelson and offer your services as a strategic advisor. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Three, slightly cowardly, hide below deck and hope to avoid the fray. <laughs> that's probably what I would do. Yeah, that's, well, that's, 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 that's what I, I would actually do. But, make a name for yourself. <laughs> but yes, I, I'm going to make a beeline straight for Nelson. He's my guy. Any flavour? I just I make a beeline straight for Nelson. Yeah, my pinky is far out. <laughs> yeah, with my pinky far out. Far out and hard. <laughs> Pointing right up at him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought the word pinky was like your dick. It's never known to call that. It's not, is it? Yeah. By no one. Yeah, exactly. Well, just, just after this, me. after this airs. Yeah. <laughs> God, be the talk of the town, right? So I make a beeline straight for Nelson. A bold move, Cuthbert, charging straight for Admiral Lord Nelson. Eh? Let's see how that pans out for you. Again, describes what you do. Cuthbert pushes past the frantic crew members, dodging falling rigging and stray cannonballs. As he nears the quarterdeck, he spots Admiral Nelson unmistakably with his one arm and one eye, barking orders and directing the ship's manoeuvres. Admiral Nelson says, Who the devil are you and why are you approaching me so abruptly? We're in the middle of a bloody battle! 
and Game Master again. All right, Cuthbert Wonklethorpe, how do you want to handle this? Wild <laughs> <laughs> him now. What's it, what's it giving me? Has it given me some okay, options? It certainly has. Uh, one, Admiral, I come from the future and have knowledge that can help win this battle. Oh. Two, Sir, I've trained extensively in naval tactics. Allow me to assist. Okay. <laughs> Three. <laughs> I love this one. My apologies, Admiral. I got caught up in the chaos. No, <laughs> End of message. <laughs> Brilliant. Or four. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, but let's just say Napoleon sent me. Wow. Oh. <laughs> That's a spicy one. Oh, yeah. I did not see that coming. Okay. I don't know. That's really thrown a spanner in the works. Napoleon sent me. Let's do it. Let's just... Because I don't know how he's going to respond to that. It could completely scupper my plans, and I'll have to make nice for the rest of it. Because if he the... said, yeah, I'm for the future, the, the logical response is... No, you're not. You're mad. Yeah. Flog him. Flog yeah. him, whatever. <laughs> Kill haul him. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to just go four, or do you want to give it any flavour? Just... Do I, no, I, I, don't, I want to see how this plays out. Let's just go with four. Game Master is getting kind of confused as to who's speaking. He just can't, can't resist putting himself at... He thinks he's the hero. Is he there? What? He's is he saying, next to me? He's saying that he is the one saying it. Oh, well, okay. What? <laughs> just gone crazy. Let's, let's just, for the sake yeah, of the story, okay. let's, let's say it's you saying it. <laughs> sure. You wouldn't believe me if I told you, but let's just say Napoleon sent me. Brave choice, mate. Let's see how it rolls. I think that's Game Master talking. Admiral Nelson, raising an eyebrow. Napoleon, the little Corsican, what business do you have with him and why are you here on my ship? Before Cuthbert can respond, okay, a crew member rushes up, whispering urgently into Nelson's ear. The Admiral's face turns a shade paler. Admiral Nelson says, It appears we have a stowaway on board. A Frenchman matching Napoleon's description. This is most curious. <laughs> Tell me, Wonklethorpe, is this some sort of game? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, this is this is this is a real a real curveball. I won't lie, guys. I was not expecting Napoleon to be there. So he's there, is it? So he's stowed away on the ship. It sounds and, like and I'm that. claiming that he's sent me. He sent you. And now he's here. Yeah, that's not looking good. <laughs> okay, so why I say, oh, yeah, because I need to befriend Nelson. This is weird, though, because if we defeat, if we capture Napoleon, then there's no battle of Trafalgar, right? That's or maybe maybe there is, because he Some, wasn't involved. Someone else has taken charge. You might have to, like, capture, like, convince Napoleon to pretend he's not Napoleon, because he's in the worst place possible if yeah. he is. Okay, so I'll say to Nelson... Uh, Napoleon sent me here to spy on you, but I'm British. I mean, my name's Wonklethorpe, for God's sake. Doesn't get more British than that. Doesn't get more British than a Wonklethorpe. Which branch of Wonklethorpes are you? Yeah, I'm the Durham Wonklethorpes. Wonklethorpe the fifth. Yes. So I'll say, so, so I planned to double-cross him. He's obviously here to... Spy on me, spying on you, oh. and I was maybe maybe let's go and interrogate him together, and I'll be able to tell you if it's the real Napoleon because I've just I've just been with him having buff Bourguignon. <laughs> <laughs> Nelson will have to buy that, especially if yeah. I put the accent on. Yeah. So my plan was always to double cross him and actually give Napoleon secrets to Nelson. That's why I'm here. However, 
now that Napoleon is magically stowed away on Nelson's flagship, let's. Why don't we go? I'll suggest to Nelson that he and I go and interrogate uh, Napoleon together so that I can identify him. Because we've just been having some buff boogie. <laughs> I do love how it has, it's just forced to just improv with the nonsense that we give it. Make this as plausible as possible. <laughs> Napoleon is is hiding away in this boat. <laughs> well, bloody hell, Cuthbert. Playing the double agent card, eh? Risky business, but let's see how the Admiral reacts. Admiral Nelson narrows his eye, clearly weighing up the truth of your words. After a tense moment, he nods slowly. Very well, Wonklethorpe. If you're telling the truth, then you could be of great use. If you're lying, well, let's just say the sea's depths have secrets and you might become one of them. Emotions for a few of his most trusted men. Take me to this Bonaparte. As you lead Admiral Nelson and his men below deck... You can't help but feel the weight of the situation. One wrong move and it could all be over. After searching for a while, you find the stowaway. It's unmistakably Napoleon Bonaparte, trying to blend in among the barrels and crates. (laughs) With his famous wooden complexion. (laughs) It's utterly absurd. Maybe hide in a barrel, I'd give it that, but but just to blend in is daft. But his height and distinct features give him away. Yeah, a face. (laughs) (laughs) Barrel, 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 Napoleon barrel. Wait a minute. (laughs) Nelson. Was he adding a Napoleon brandy? Come on. (laughs) Nelson, spotting him, says, Well, 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 Bonaparte, on my ship... This is unexpected. <laughs> you yeah. can say yeah. that again. <laughs> All parties are surprised. <laughs> uh, and Game Master says, the tension in the room is palpable. How will you handle this, Cuthbert? And it gives you a few options, but I don't know if you want to just sort of, if you've got anything you want to just... I mean, it, it, it will be tense. I mean, <laughs> Nelson already knows. It's, Nap- like, it, it's been clear that it's an unmistakably <laughs> Napoleon-shaped yeah. How are you going to help? Oh, no, yeah, that's so, the guy I had yeah, with. I, that's what I think. <laughs> It's your only card to play. <laughs> I'll give him a sniff and say, Bugignol! <laughs> and yeah. else will just, that's it. That's him. That's him. Get him. <laughs> that's him. Get, get him. <laughs> I'll give him a sniff and say, Bugignol! That's him. Get him. Okay. Yep. Excellent. I don't know how you're going to become a cultural icon. <laughs> <laughs> that has all gone to the side. We'll come back to that. Okay. Invent like a new type of beef boogie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ha! Using your bloody nose to sniff out treachery. Classic Wonklethorpe move. It's <laughs> <laughs> a family trait. Wonklethorpe. <laughs> Fame for our noses. Cuthbert leans in, takes a deep sniff of Napoleon. Bourguignon! That's him! Get him! He exclaims. Admiral Nelson, looking both amused and bewildered, <laughs> chuckles. By God, Wonklethorpe, that's one way to do it. <laughs> Napoleon, realising the game is up, stands defiantly. You may have found me, but you won't break me. Is that, oh, that, is was that good. debatable? Or, no, I enjoyed it. Was... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Three, three, two out of five from Keon. Four, four out of ten from Keon. Nelson smirks. We'll see about that. He signals his men to apprehend Napoleon. 
With Napoleon in custody, Nelson turns to you and says, Wonkelthorpe, you've proven your loyalty, albeit in a very unconventional manner. What do you propose we do with our French guest? Uh, oh. It gives you a couple of options. Yeah, you? go on, hit me with the options. You keep him locked up and use him as a bargaining chip. You could say, let me talk to him, Admiral. There's more to this story. Three, banish him to a deserted island. Let him have his own little empire. Four, for now, just keep a close eye on him. He's crafty. <laughs> he is notoriously crafty. Where's he gone? Oh, it's a barrel. Oh, God. <laughs> He's blending in with the ship. <laughs> so what are the... F- uh, yeah, I, I think I want to keep him around because also, as you've told me, Ryan, my, my secret mission is to befriend him. So <laughs> I, I don't know what happens I, if you do. But. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I instantly become a cultural icon. So, yeah, let's... I think let's... Let's keep him. Let's keep him captive. But let's warn Nelson that it could be a triple bluff. Nice. So who would be leading the French and Spanish fleet if ne- if uh, Napoleon Bonaparte is... Uh- well, Bonaparte wasn't leading the French and Spanish fleet at uh, Trafalgar. It was a man called Villeneuve. Uh, Napoleon was land, yeah, land only. Villeneuve. Yeah, Pierre Villeneuve. Oh. Admiral, Cuthbert says cautiously, I suggest we keep Napoleon captive, but I'd be wary. This could all be a bloody triple bluff. He's as crafty as they come. Nelson nods thoughtfully. Aye, Wonklethorpe, I've heard tales of Bonaparte's cunning. We'll keep him under tight guard, and you, you'll be given a position of trust on this ship. Perfect. Your unorthodox methods have proven effective. As the days go by, the HMS Victory continues its voyage with Napoleon kept under strict surveillance. Cuthbert, having gained the trust of Nelson, is now in a unique position aboard the ship. But remember, your objective is to become a cultural icon. One evening, a sailor approaches you. Mr. Wonkelthorpe, there's talk among the crew. Some are starting to see you as a hero, the one who <laughs> sniffed out Bonaparte. Others are suspicious. They say there's more to you than meets the eye. How will you navigate this, Cuthbert? Well, I mean, they're all right, but uh, this sailor is of no interest to me in, in my game. Can I, I say, push him overboard? Well, but I, I don't. I was, I was yeah. willing you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, but it, it exactly. I, I don't think that's wise. I'm, I'm going to say the. The trust of the Admiral is all that matters to me. And take my leave and head for Nelson's quarters. Time to put my plan into action. ChatGPT allows me to sidestep this NPC <laughs> and just <laughs> crack on with my own quest. Oh, good call. We've never had the stage direction thing before. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely, uh, yeah, I'm finding it a little bit, <laughs> bit weird. It's like a storyboard. <laughs> kind, kind of. <laughs> Darkness, the city. <laughs> Napoleon crouches between barrels. <laughs> ah, playing it coolly, Cuthbert. I see you've got something up your sleeve. That's Game Master talking. Yeah. With a determined stride, Cuthbert makes his way to Admiral Nelson's quarters. The guards at the door give him a nod of respect as he enters. The room is dimly lit with charts and maps scattered across a large wooden table. Nelson looks up from a letter he's writing. Ah, Wonklethorpe, what brings you to my quarters? The stage is set, Cuthbert. Time to set your plan in motion. What's your next move? Right, here we go then. Here we go then, boys. So, yeah, we, we, we've gone to see Nelson because he that's my son's weird childhood obsession. And my weird childhood obsession was the board game Risk. Oh. Right, I, I remember seeing my family play it one boxing day and I think it was the first time I'd seen a big group of adults get so 
angry with each other. And I was like, and they did it for hours, but they just kept coming back no matter how angry they got. And I was like, there's some magic in this game. And I mean, it wasn't just a childhood obsession. I played it extensively throughout my life, actually. So yeah, I love, I love Risk. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Risk, the board I game it Risk. I as a child, but I know yeah. it was a big thing at university, but yeah. um, I never got sucked into that world. So yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strategy game. It's basically the sort of, it's world conquest on a board game. And you get a map of the world and armies and there's reinforcements and movement and stuff like that and battles, but all dice-based. So... And because I've played it so extensively... It lasts for like three days. It lasts for like three days. <laughs> but we've got time. We're on our way to tra- tra- Cape yeah. Trafalgar. We're going to be sailing for about a month. With, like, and I was like... Who, you know, well, But also, I was like, Nelson was renowned as being this tactical genius. But he was also... He also fought at sea. Mm. So basically, I was like, I wonder if Nelson could basically develop sea risk... <laughs> in advance of actual risk being built, <laughs> being designed, I'm sorry. This is very niche. It's so niche. <laughs> it's so niche. But I think because he, he was a tactical genius, it would obviously be really good. So that's, that's basically it. So I'm going to say to Nelson, where I come from in Durham, we have a game that requires strategic thinking and can sharpen the mind. Can I show it to him? And we have a game to... While away, the evening. You've you've got a copy of the game with you. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build it. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw it with a quill, and then I'm gonna whittle some dice. Or the, I'm sure there'll be someone on board who can whittle whittle me some dice. We need five, five dice, and then there's there's. Pro- uh, you want to put this in your uh, your message? No, yeah, not just yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want him to think it's going to be laborious. <laughs> but yeah, I'm basically going to pitch to him that I want to play a game with him. Would he be up for it? And then I'll go away and whittle the pieces or get the whittler. And then do you want to just, how do you want to sort of close it? Just uh, interested if, or? Was, if, if I, if, is he free tomorrow evening for a game? I mean, you're on a yeah, ship. No, nothing better to do. I haven't got a water plan or anything. <laughs> Top 100 games of 1982 noted risk as even the most peace-loving tend to grow aggressive in this game of global conquest. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Is it? Well, when, I, I remember Challenges sometimes the, the objectives would be things like, you need to take over South America and Asia, for example. Yep. And sometimes it would be, you need to eradicate the Blue Army. Yeah. And so, and you didn't know what anyone else's objective was. So yep. if you were the Blue Army, and you yep. were just thinking, why are you, why are you always getting on my case, mate? <laughs> yeah. And so I can see why it would be a little <laughs> yeah. bit. game I've played to that, because I've never played Risk, but there's probably nothing like it, but it, it, there's a map of the mm. world is pandemic have you ever yeah. played that yes i have I'm during the pandemic. same yeah I'm and and it felt a bit it felt a bit naughty playing a game where you're trying to <laughs> well, no you're not trying to you're, you're trying to save the world in that scenario yeah there's yeah. another game where you're trying to kill the world plaguing yes yeah yeah, yeah. which is also very satisfying <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've got to play as like a bacteria or a virus and you've got to evolve uh, and mutate to get past the human's oh. defenses I was, yeah. I was playing that in like 2019, December 2019, oh, like foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my favourite thing, I, I played Plague Inc. extensively on my mobile like, years ago, and my favourite thing was that you got to learn the prompt, well, the sort of the... The, the the text that would come up, so when, when you, you got to name your disease, <laughs> and then... When if you if you won as as Ryan says it would say your disease has destroyed the world so I would call my disease stuff like a fart because <laughs> I'm mature and uh, that kind of thing really tickles me. Definitely got to keep that bit in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, your game master says ah using a bit of bloody charm and distraction eh. 
clever. Nelson, intrigued and always up for a challenge, replies, Durham, you say? I'm not familiar with their games, but I've always believed in sharpening the mind. Very well, Wonklethorpe. Tomorrow evening, after dinner, we'll see what this game of yours is all about. The next evening... As the sun sets... Shit, you've got what? To go, you've got to whittle. You need to go... Hours, hours, of whittling. hours of whittling ahead of me. As the sun sets and the ship sails calmly across the waters, Cuthbert sets up the game in Nelson's quarters. It's just staged just directing. Just, Maybe, you know. yeah. I mean, to be fair, you, that would be a montage of the, all the whittling. <laughs> I, I guess tiny we sort of have a, a very short montage. Yeah. Um, curious officers and crew members peek in, wondering about the mysterious game from Durham. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love how Durham is now uh, absolutely critical. We haven't to this. told Game Master it's risky, have we? No, not yet. Okay. So. Because, I mean, it could be like, how does it, you know, well, I suppose it's so, just so, sets it up. So game yeah, what's the cross, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. It could be like, go. Yeah. It's wrestling. Yeah. Hang tough from gladiators. Well, Ninja was warrior. That, was that the one where they yeah, just yeah. swing across yeah. the ceiling? Yeah. Shadow was always a beast. Actually, it does, it does say, Game Master says, all right, Cuthbert, what's this game you're introducing? <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> Good. Before I describe this any further, <laughs> what is it? Just before uh, you go on to presumably explain its risk, it does give you a few options. Things like Durham Drafts, <laughs> Durham Dice, <laughs> Durham Dominoes, <laughs> or a card game called Durham Duel. You'll love it, Admiral. <laughs> so it thinks you don't have an actual game. Wow. Well, yeah. It's taken the only bit of information it's got. Yeah. Durham. <laughs> And run with yeah. it. Don't love it. Yeah. Yes, no, it is risk. Okay, do you want to just say it is it's yeah. risk? It's the board game risk, capital R. Board game risk, full stop. Yeah. I and Maybe I explain the rules to Nelson for a cup of tea. Okay. Or two. It's lengthy. I wonder if he's going to be sort of arrogant and be like, well, we'll see about this, Wonklethorpe. Or if he's going to be like, gosh, it does sound awfully complex. <laughs> Hope I'm not the Blue Army. <laughs> well, now, especially he's got an audience, I'm hoping he's going to get really involved. and really. I wonder if ChatGPT sort of knows there is a, a big sort of history of conflict and uh, people playing Risk and getting really riled up. New Zealanders get angry about risk because they're not on the map. Oh, gosh, poor chaps. No, they're not. Papua yeah. New Guinea's on it, isn't it? Yes, I think so, I yeah. That's yeah. Really weird, but New Zealand, no. New Zealand's just not on the map. Not on there. <laughs> no. not, intro- not important. <laughs> poor chaps. Right. Ah, risk. The game of global domination. Let's see how the Admiral takes to it. Cuthbert carefully unrolls the game board, revealing a map of the world. He starts to explain the objective, the setup, and the rules for deploying troops, attacking, and fortifying positions. Nelson, sipping his tea, listens intently. So, it's a game of strategy, alliances, and betrayal. Very much like real warfare. Fascinating. (laughs) As the evening progresses... The two dive deep into the game, manoeuvring their troops, forging and breaking alliances, and battling for territory. The atmosphere in the room is tense, with each move being calculated and weighed. Hours fly by, and the game becomes intense. Both you and Nelson have strongholds, but neither wants to give an inch. Suddenly, there's a knock at the door. An officer enters. (laughs) Admiral, we've received word of the enemy's position. We're nearing the Battle of Trafalgar. (laughs) I'm just picturing Nelson As going, not now! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in Ch- Kamchatka, and it's bloody tense. <laughs> Nelson, looking up from the game board, says, Very well, prepare the men. And Wonklethorpe, thank you for this evening. It was a welcome distraction.
We didn't have time to develop, yeah. to develop naval risk. <laughs> well, hopefully you can come back to it. Yeah. It was not lost. In say, the middle he's of about to get shot. Nelson, Nelson, before you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Game Master says, The game of risk may have ended for the evening, but your long journey aboard the HMS Victory is far from over. With the imminent battle and your growing influence, you're well on your way to becoming a cultural icon. But remember, history is unpredictable and the sea is full of dangers. What's your next move, Cuthbert? So your influence so far has consisted of sniffing a man hiding between some barrels. <laughs> Correct. And going, Bergen <laughs> that, that is That is Napoleon, I guarantee it. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's the Bergen I had with him. Yeah, that is effective. And, and, show, and teaching uh, and a man risk from memory mm. and whittling a <laughs> lot of pieces. Game. Right, well, yeah, I don't quite know how, how we're that close to battle because we've on been on board for what? a day or two and it, it's months it's a month away i think it said days past it did say days yeah. past yeah you I, I guess you could say i think game master is pretty accommodating you could say something like just before you go nelson any thoughts on how we might develop a, a naval version and i think you should wait for the battle to start and then like, nelson, <laughs> like, grab his coattails I, I just don't think he'll focus just, <laughs> just before he gets shot you could bring i've had a great down. idea i've had a brainwave write this down <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, why not? Uh, so uh, yeah, I'll, I I um I'll just quietly take Nelson aside and say, how do we incorporate sea battles into this into the this Durham game? The Napoleon edition of it. <laughs> What's there? Edition Napoleon. They do all sorts of editions now. Yeah, yeah I, I just saw it on Wikipedia. The list is extremely long. Yeah, all the a different types. Anything that's got fighting is probably a risk. So just for um, contrast, the options it offered you were things like prepare yourself for battle, donning nah. armour and weapons, nope. head below deck and ensure Napoleon is held securely, <laughs> rally the crew, boosting their morale for the upcoming battle, or offer your strategic insights using your knowledge of the Battle of Trafalgar to Nelson. But instead, you've said, I'll quietly take Nelson aside and say, how do we incorporate sea battles into this game? <laughs> yeah, bingo. Suppose you could try and get them to build Nelson's column with you on it instead. That yeah. would have been a cultural icon. I don't know how you'd jump to Wonk the Thorpe's column. <laughs> <laughs> Surely they call it Cuthbert's column. <laughs> <laughs> Cuthbert's pinky. <laughs> You've got his pinky right out. It's, look at it. Cuthbert's big pinky. <laughs> I don't think it would be as popular if it was called that. <clears throat> okay. Things have taken a bit of a turn here. Napoleon bursts out of the desk. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be a hell of a lot of text. Um, Did ask it to not waffle as well yeah. in the prompt. Yeah, I'm just going to... Well, hopefully it's giving me the rules of this kick-ass <laughs> water risk. <laughs> ah, merging the game with reality. Interesting bloody approach, Cuthbert. Nelson, a hint of amusement in his eyes, replies... It says eyes rather than I this time. Um, incorporate sea battles, you say? Well, the game already involves strategy, foresight, and the element of surprise, much like our naval engagements. Cuthbert nods. Imagine, Admiral, if we could simulate our naval tactics on this board, test out various scenarios, anticipate the enemy's moves, we could gain valuable insights. Nelson strokes his chin thoughtfully. An intriguing idea, Wonklethorpe. But time is of the essence. The real battle is upon us. <sighs> However, once it's over, I'd be keen to explore this further. So. <sighs> You'll be dead then, mate. <laughs> the irony. Why don't you tell him that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it goes on. Did I mention I'm actually from the future? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
As preparations for the Battle of Trafalgar intensify, Cuthbert's influence grows. This is a bit of a montage. By introducing a game from the future and melding it with the tactical decisions of the past, he's capturing the attention of the ship's crew and officers. The day of the battle dawns, and the seas roar with the sounds of cannon fire, shouts, and chaos. And people playing Risk. <laughs> <laughs> the HMS Victory, under Nelson's command, and with the strategic insights provided by Cuthbert, faces the combined French and Spanish fleets. Mm-hmm. The hours of warfare are brutal and intense. The HMS Victory Victory faces multiple opponents, but with Nelson's leadership and Cuthbert's innovative strategies, they manage to outmaneuver and overpower many enemy ships. Suddenly, a sharpshooter from the French ship Redoubtable takes aim. As the smoke clears, Admiral Nelson is gravely wounded. He's quickly taken below deck. His last orders? A game of risk, please. <laughs> Just one quick game. I was, I was totally hoping it would be to continue the fight and protect the British fleet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. classic yeah. Nelson. <laughs> the Battle of Trafalgar eventually ends in a decisive victory for the British, but at a heavy cost. Admiral Lord Nelson, the hero of the British Navy, succumbs to his injuries. The news of Nelson's death is met with profound sorrow, but his legacy and, by association, Cuthbert's influence becomes legendary. Cuthbert Wonklethorpe, the man from Durham who introduced the game of Risk to the HMS Victory, becomes a figure of intrigue and admiration. Tales of his unique strategies, his game nights with the Admiral, and his role in the victory at Trafalgar spread far and wide. Congratulations, Cuthbert! Hey! Hey, alright! Your interactions, innovations, and influence aboard the HMS Victory have solidified your place in history. You have successfully become a cultural icon, remembered for centuries after the events of 1805. Cool. So yeah, you were very impressed. As time passed, stories of Cuthbert Wonklethorpe became legendary. Paintings depicted him side by side with Admiral Nelson strategizing over a risk board. <laughs> <laughs> I hastily drawn a whittled risk board, no less. Ballads sung in taverns praised his unconventional tactics. Historians debated his mysterious origins, and scholars sought to learn more about the game of risk. The world of naval warfare saw a revolution as commanders and strategists began using board games to simulate battles, incorporating Cuthbert's methods. The legacy of the Battle of Trafalgar took on a new dimension, not just as a pivotal naval engagement, but also as the birthplace of a unique blend of strategy and recreation. Wow. Well done. Congratulations. Mm, thanks. <laughs> and as for Napoleon, rumours persisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, that guy. she's in the brig. <laughs> <laughs> rumours persisted that he continued his time-travelling escapades, always one step ahead, always with a new plan. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> well wow. played, Cuthbert Wonklethorpe. Fancy another round, or perhaps a different era? The fabric of time is always waiting. <laughs> Wow, that was that was mental. That, yeah, but yeah, different mental, which is always good. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Can I can I have one of the ballads? Say you, less. Bloody yes. well, can. What what do you want? Uh, just the the lyrics. Yes, the please. Oh, well, I mean, if it can, if it can. <laughs> like, I don't know how advanced it is now, but if it can, it can have sing. a backing, then uh, yeah, great. <laughs> I'd like to. I don't know if you heard the the sweary pirate episode. I managed to get it to be very rude. Um, I felt very sorry for Tan because I got it to do a sweary sea shanty at the end. Yeah. And I was like, go on then, Tan. Come on, sing it. 
sing it. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Having to drop C-bombs in. I was like, my, my parents are not going to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, a connoisseur of the arts, are we? All right. Here's one of the most popular ballads sung in taverns across England in the years that followed the Battle of Trafalgar. I just really want to see what it's going to rhyme with Wonkle Thorpe. <laughs> <laughs> it's titled, The Strategist of Durham. <laughs> Quite really wow. on the Durham thing, didn't it? <laughs> Loves it. Okay, verse one. In Durham's rolling hills and dales, a tale is told of gales and sails, of a man named Cuthbert, strong and wise, whose strategies took all by surprise. O oh, Wonklethorpe of legend and lore, your game of risk, it led to more. With Admiral Nelson by your side, together you turned the tide. On victory's deck, neath the moon's soft glow, they'd lay out the board as the sea's winds blow. <laughs> Plotting and planning, move by move, each battle, each gamble, they'd prove. And then it gives you another chorus, which I'll skip over. Verse three. The French and Spanish, they did come, with cannons blazing, beating drum. But Cuthbert's foresight, sharp and clear, guided the British, free from fear. Nelson fell, but his legacy stood, thanks to Cuthbert of Durham's Wood. The strategist, with a game in hand, became a legend throughout the land. So here's to Cuthbert, brave and true, his stories told, from me to you. In every tavern, his tale we sing, the strategist of Durham, forever our king. What? Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I will take it. <laughs> Fucking love you. <laughs> I love that it focuses on Cuthbert. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, would, Cuthbert, yeah. Not Wonklethorpe. I think Wonklethorpe's Big Pinky is a reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, did, did that sort of get halfway to achieving what you wanted? Mm. Or? Well, I mean, I won the game, apparently. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I was all set to... Because when it became clear that we were going into battle, I was thinking, I'm going to have to rethink this. What am I going to do? Just go... Up below deck and teach Napoleon Twister or something like <laughs> change tack, but I didn't need to. Yeah, so it, it, easier than I was expecting. I'm going to be honest. But yeah, no, I, I was I was really hoping for a, a sort of Nelson souped up water based proper global combat game to come out of it, but he died. So you know, I guess maybe he would have thought. Oh. You know, battleships? Yeah. <laughs> With big boats and little boats and you don't know where they are. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, battleships is probably pretty small fry compared to the... Does there, is there a, a naval risk today or is that still... No. This is why I thought this there was a gap in the market. I was hoping ChatGPT was actually going to create something I could use. Well, this probably isn't the time or place, but it does love a business plan. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if you said, oh, go on then, what are the rules of naval risk? It would just... Churn, churn something churn, yeah, churn great. out for you. Well, I, I think that was fun. That was, uh, it was quick fire, quite silly. Back on dry land. <clears throat> so we use mid-journey for artwork because it seems to be a lot better actually creating interesting things. But even though, even then, you, you, it's quite hard to prod it. Like you've got to sort of give it fairly unintuitive things like describing mm. the type of film used and the settings to, and see what it comes up with. And Dali, just not as good at that. I remember when I first used Dali, it was like, wow, mind-blowing, but not quite as good. <clears throat> but Dali 3, apparently, is, in, is incorporated into ChatGPT, and it will let you ask for an image using natural language. So instead of having to try and figure out how to get mid-journey to understand what a wheelbarrow race is, you could just explain in ChatGPT, but you could do it within the interface, apparently. So, for example, we could play this, and then we go, okay, show me a picture of Wonkleforth 
Yeah. Um, it might show you. So. And then the water risk board. A couple of weeks too ahead of my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, as usual, we'd love to hear from our listeners. And if you have any games that you want us to invent in the past, <laughs> get in touch. You can find us on Twitter, or should I say X, at PastmasterAI. We're on Instagram at PastmasterPod. Email us, PastmasterPod at gmail.com. And we're on TikTok, have a guess, Nick. <laughs> Pastmaster. AI? Yes. Yeah. It was either pod or AI. I got it right. Yeah, do let us know what you think of this week's adventure. And if you could leave us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it. And tune in next time for more Passmaster Adventures. Bye-bye. Bye now. Well, the night is young. Do we fancy playing another game or something? Risk. Risk. (laughs) We have not got enough time for risk. Audio risk. (laughs) The best kind. Tune in for the next season where we will spend the entire season talking about this.